Uh, hi, thanks, thanks for joining us for our first um, Monday afternoon discussion with me, Henry Edison, Tom Senegals, and Tim Webb, all from Efficient Portfolio. Um, Hello. Hello. Today, we thought we'd kick things off with a stirring conversation about income investing. Um, it's been released in the press today um, that companies that are looking to um, utilize some of the government loan schemes to protect them through this COVID crisis may be prevented from providing dividends in payment to their investors. Um, Tom or Tim, any thoughts on, on this bit of news and how it might affect our customers? Um, I think it's political optics more than anything. I think um, that's why people invest money. It's in return for, for cash flows in the future. If you're, if you're going to give up your money, you need to have some payment o over time. But I think a lot of the companies not paying dividends, some, some shouldn't do if they can't afford to, and it's going to cause people to lose jobs or affect with the sustainability of the business. But ultimately, companies are there to, to generate dividends for the shareholders. And I think whilst it's saying, yes, if you're having support from government schemes, you shouldn't be paying out dividends to what is perceived as, as rich people. But I think it's everyday investors have um, shares, they're receiving dividends, they need that money for their income. Um, and I think if you want the world to carry on economically, lots of government intervention about not paying dividends and what you can and can't do doesn't really send the right message if you if you're trying to stir a recovery in my opinion yeah i mean I, i'm sort of with you on that but uh but i kind of also feel that where, do, where does an investor lie because surely repaying your money to the government should should come before you then start paying out to your wealthy investors how is it going to affect the clients who who need that income though? Who've invested, who've invested, perhaps they've got to retirement, and now they they need that income to see them see them through. Well, I think I think there's there's two um, ways to skin the cat. One from an appraisal, this sort of uh, elements. When one's drawing um, income from the portfolio, it's either done via selling your units within within your investment within that portfolio, or um, just drawing that income, drawing that uh, interest, the interest-bearing instruments, or all of these dividends in this case directly from the investment. Um, so those in the latter will be more affected because they're, they're you know, clearly they're getting a, a direct loss to to those companies which are paying dividends uh, in the portfolio. But actually, well, for the majority of our clients, at least, they're they're taking uh, income just by way of selling units within the portfolios um, and through totals from total return, which is the accumulation of the general increase in the share price of the of the share of the, of the company, plus the the rolled on dividends on top of that. So whilst it will be affected, um, it will be much to a lesser extent than 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 those who are directly uh, relying on on dividend income. Because the because the yield that they're collecting is built up from capital units and income units, so it's it's across, yeah. across the board. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they're losing one element to it rather than. One out of two elements, rather than their, their sole element of, of income to it. Um, so yeah, it will have an effect, but 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 not 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 massively. Um, Do you guys ever come across many clients who've, who've just got who who rely on the natural yield from their investments, or? Or do you find it something that actually clients don't really tend to think about so often, as long as they can just get hold of the money they need when they need it? Yeah, I think. Go on, Tom. I think for our clients, I think we've always. Um, promoted the the 
the benefits of total return. I think it's where you see existing clients where they've maybe got discretionary portfolios and they're they're used to to dividend income um, to to provide their their way of living. I think in some ways it actually makes them more um, restrictive about how they how they go about living their life. If they're constantly relying on the dividend income, it's a very fixed um, or variable, but not not down to them. Whereas actually focusing on total return, you can you can choose how and when you want to spend that money a bit bit easier. Um, I think also if you if you keep focusing on on dividend yield, then you eventually that's the point of investing in total return. It's a mixture of the both creates a more sustainable income stream. I think um, I've probably not got the details right, but I think BT was yielding something eight eight to ten percent, but actually it's it depends on if that eight percent starts falling because the share price is falling then that's that's not a good strategy whereas actually a, a strong dividend that grows over time um if you increase it from a hundred pounds to a thousand pounds two percent of a thousand is much better than two percent of a uh, hundred pounds so it's i think it's restrictive in terms of sort of psychology of the investor as much as as much as anything if you if you focus too much on dividend mm. In other words, actually, the growth in the dividend is not as important as the growth behind the under the underlying value of the share. Because if that continues to grow, then your dividend, provided the dividend yield remains the same, your dividend is actually growing year on year alongside it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think well, from my experience, most most clients don't particularly care. Don't use the word care so much, but actually, it's it's more that latter which you said at the beginning there, Henry. Of it, it really just depends on what. Um, what they want to achieve and, and the best way in which they can achieve that. And they leave that to us, really, don't they? You know, what's the best way to draw that income? Whether it's from uh, natural income, so just drawing dividends, uh, dividends and interest as it comes through, uh, or, you know, you tell me, guys, what, what's the best way? And, um, you know, we've, from the data that we've looked at and our investment partners' portfolio metrics, they attest to the fact that actually um, total return is, is it more does, has delivered. Um, more of a return uh, as a combination of those two things, the increase in the share price and the, the income uh, working together uh, than, than just natural income as it is. So if that's the way to go about it and that's the way which is going to extend the longevity potentially of, of one's money as, as, as best as possible, then, then really that's, that's the best way to, to go. Um, but I find that for personally, my clients aren't really all too interested in the mechanism in which the income is delivered. It's just just the fact that I need the income or want the income, I should say. So the overriding message to our customers, even if dividends are cut by government decree, because some of these companies have had to take borrowings to, to pay for their staff or, or ongoing business costs, is not to worry, but look for the total returns um, across your portfolio to deliver the income that way. I think there's there's so many ways to run a portfolio. It's just about running it in a in a sensible fashion. And if you if you do that and create a, a good strategy for the long term, then um, you should have a ability to provide a good long term income stream. And you, you need to hold shares that provide dividends to do that to keep pace with inflation. Whereas if you start hamstringing the portfolio to deliver a certain outcome, that's that's when things go wrong. And I, I think. Companies should be allowed to pay dividends, but I think it, they've just got to be sensible, haven't they? I think if you look back at what happened to Persimmon and when they released that huge dividend, I think if you're doing that in this climate, then investors and, and the general public are not going to see see that as a good thing. And I think we've been talking recently about to our clients about investing ethically. I think if you talk about corporate governance, 
you're suddenly paying a massive dividend at the moment, then that, that probably doesn't look too good and that can probably affect the share price as well. But equally, paying, continuing to pay the dividend and making sure those investors know that they're still going to receive a dividend probably shows a, a good sign about the company over the long term too. Yeah, no, agreed. So I think, so by the sounds of it, there are a few, a few options that are available to our clients, either just going for the yield of the dividends that are created by the stocks or all going for the total return. In other words, hopefully the growth in the stock as well as the dividend that it creates. Um, our favoured route is probably going for, is going for total return over and above just the yield that's created. But there are some options that are available too there. And it's well worth discussing um, with your advisor if you get the opportunity with the best route for you. Hope that helps and look forward to seeing you again next week. Cheers. Bye.